Hey everybody, it's March 10th. I'm Nathan. Oh, I'm so into the game. Oh. I'm Mike. And this is that family show. Look out! Please take a look at how the game looks on screen. This is the new world of Zelda. Hey, we're back. Episode 9. Uh, I hear it's already better than number 8. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> we were playing some Nintendo stuff. Classic. Classic. The original Zapper from yeah, 1985. Zapper. This is the... Uh, what are the... I mean, I know this is a control pad or whatever. Did it have a name? Like controller, Nintendo yeah, controller, controller. I guess, yeah, I don't know. And see, I've got a zapper, but mine is red, so I think, or it's orangish red. Mm. I think it was a, a later release. Yep. So I, I this is the original. Yeah, I didn't have the the day one version. Day of Day one, fifth grade. <laughs> did yours come with the robot? It did. Where's that guy? Who knows? Oh, I don't man. even know where the NES is. It's the only one I've, I've, I've misplaced over the years of moving and growing up. I just, yeah. I can't find, I have all the other ones, but I can't find my original NES. Man, that robot was cool. Played Gyromite with it. Yeah. The power pad, I had that. I had the power pad, I had yeah, the robot. I've got the power pad. I had the gun. Oh, so, what were they? They have Duck Hunt? Yeah. And. Uh, it was like a, a skeet shooting game or something? Yeah, or? I think it may have been. Yeah. Well, or was that part of Duck Hunt? Yeah, I guess it was part oh, of it. Oh, what's the one with the uh, gangsters? Remember? Wasn't oh, there something? <laughs> yeah, and they'd like pop up. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's only two I remember with the gun. But yeah, so I bet you're wondering why we are bringing out the old school Nintendo gear. Well, as you guys know, the Nintendo Switch just came out a few days ago and um, not so favorable reviews from what our crack staff is telling us. That's right. Um, what are you hearing? What's the, what's the man on the street saying about the Nintendo <laughs> Switch? Uh, they hate it. <laughs> what a, no, well, they don't hate it, but I, I think they're kind of saying that, um, I don't know, it might not be all it's cracked up to be. Which is crazy because it's, I read this past week, it is the fastest selling new Nintendo, fastest selling Nintendo console in history of Nintendo. So I mean, people well, are buying it. Yeah, and, well, they also bought the um, NES Classic and that was just an emulator, so. You slap Nintendo on something, people are going to buy it. You know the way critics work. It's, it's all relative and what people like and what they don't like. Um, so I'm going to read a, a little bit from a review on Gizmodo. And so this guy, uh, his name is Alex Kranz. He's a... Um, Sounds like a gamer. Yeah. <laughs> so he says, uh, after a shipping snafu with Amazon, I spent the better part of the day trying to track a Nintendo Switch down. I experienced exactly what many hopeful Switch owners will experience. I hounded Craigslist, Best Buy, and waited a too long line at GameStop. And now I've spent the last few days living the Switch life. Playing, uh, playing the best it has to offer, and I can say unequivocally that this system is not worth the hassle of tracking down. <laughs> So uh, he, he goes on and on. You, you can go to the Giz and, and read it yourself. He basically says it plays Zelda really well and that's about it. Um, 
some of the reviews, not only his, kind of say it's a little clunky, mm -hmm. that it, it feels like a first gen Amazon tablet. And that's okay, because honestly, it's funny we're talking about a console that neither of us have even touched. <laughs> we're just, we're going off what the internet is telling us about it and take that with a grain of salt. But for me, I would want something to be that clunky. You remember the Atari Lynx? Did you ever play that thing? I do remember it. it I think it was like, the size of like a skateboard. <laughs> but it was one of the first, um, I don't know if it was the first, but one of the first color handheld gaming units and that did uh, pretty well. And the Switch kind of reminds me of that. So if I'm gonna take something around the house and then remove pieces from it and put it in a dock, like I don't want it to be like a, a iPad Air or something. That thing's just gonna get bent all to pieces. Like make it thick and substantial. I'm okay with that. Um, and I think uh, some of the other complaints were the, the controllers feel a little cheap, a little, uh, some, I think Alex said gimmicky, whatever that means. I don't know how a controller can feel gimmicky. I think that's just a misuse of an, an adjective. But I think it's a cool concept. Kind of reminds me of um, the Neo Geo. You were telling me that you have one. I do, I have one. I bought it, man, probably 15 years ago at a, like a yard sale or something. But the big stand-up arcade game, you take the back off and they have these massive cartridges and you can just change it out. And I mean, you could have however many games they have, you could just keep changing them out, make it new every time. Now, from what I remember, you could play a Neo Geo in an arcade, and I guess you would bring a cartridge or something, and then you could take that home mm -hmm. and pop it in your own system at home and pick up where you left off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, the Neo Geo was way ahead of its time. I mean, that was. And I didn't like, have the home system. You know, I had the arcade version, I had the big <laughs> one. So I didn't have the small one that could just but, easily fit in my shelf. They, they were thinking about portable on-demand gaming way before it was truly a thing. And I mean, I guess you could count Game Boy and stuff like that, but just being able to, to go play something in one location, take it with you, then you show up at home and have a very similar experience that you had in the arcade, you know, that, that just wasn't around. Yeah. And anything portable was gonna be this big and not in color, mm -hmm. except for the Atari Lynx, which you've already talked about. So the Switch has been a bomb. <laughs> Essentially right now is what your people are telling my people, the, the, is that the, the Switch is, is it, not hitting a whole lot. Yeah, it's not, um, I don't know if it's one of those that it's not all it's cracked up to be, but just look at any system on launch, and this is what a lot of commenters are saying. They're like, why is Nintendo getting a bad uh, rap about this. Xbox One launch had issues, PlayStation. Uh, there's going to be high un, unrealistic expectations. But don't you think this is like two duds in a row for Nintendo? I mean, the, the, the Wii well, was so huge for them. The Wii was great, revolutionary. And then the Wii U just kind of and fell what's, flat. What's funny about that? And then they that, follow it up with something else that's kind of. And that's. Eh. And it's kind of similar, because the Wii U has that big controller that you can have that has a screen. Mm -hmm. I think you gotta figure out what you are. Yeah. You're either gonna, you either have to be a handheld device 
or you have to be a game console at your TV. I don't know if you can pull off both and do it well. And, and here's something else commenters are saying. They don't care for a replacement console. Everything that Nintendo is trying to push on the Switch is that it's going to be your go-to for anything you want to do. You know, with that dock you have hooked up to your TV, you can pop it in there and then you've got the controllers or you can take it with you in your hand and, and whatever. People are saying, I don't really care about that because I've got, not personally, but them, uh, they've got a, an Xbox and a PlayStation or you know a combination of whatevers and people will buy these units supplemental to what they already have and this is not a nintendo bashing segment i mean yeah nintendo that's next has, week's episode that's next week nintendo has made some quality stuff i mean you look at all the all the, all the consoles they've had over the years they had of course the nes mm -hmm. 1985 the, the one that started it all the super nes they had the n64 the GameCube, the Wii, and then following that up with the Wii U and the Switch. They've had seven generations now of consoles, you know, in the last, what, 30 years, 30, 32 years. Yeah. And so that's that's a pretty good run. But um, I don't know, for me, nothing beats the original, you know, four or five Nintendo systems. Um, and I, I wonder, when you think Nintendo, you think simple. And maybe that's that's why the the writer of the review was saying he felt that the Switch was gimmicky, that the controller was gimmicky. Because um, it might just be too complicated. Maybe you think that in the realm of the Xboxes and the Playstations who are really going after good graphics and uh, a good overall gaming experience. And usually more edgier games. Yeah. I mean, you know, Nintendo has always been much more on the family-friendly side right. of gaming. Like, you want to play Zelda, you want to play Mario. You don't, you don't need all the bells and whistles. Nobody buys the Nintendo to play Call of Duty. Right. They don't, you know? <laughs> so let's, we're on this, before we wrap up, what's, right. what's some of your favorite all-time Nintendo games, regardless of platform? What, what's some of your top five? Uh, let's see, Contra. There was a game, Low G Man. Back in the day when they had uh, video rental stores, there was one up in town uh, that I would go almost every week and rent Nintendo games, and they had Low G Man. And I don't remember a lot about this game, but the guy kind of just, like he floated around. What if you one person ever rent that game? Uh, it may be. Uh, Master Blaster. Yeah. That was a good one. What is that, three? Uh, Mario 3. Mm -hmm. Partially because that was one of the first and maybe only Nintendo games that I bought with my own money. <laughs> so I was proud to own Mario 3. And plus all the hype with the movie and everything. World-class track meet, I think was what it was called. Track and field, or, yeah. And, you know, it wasn't... Oh man, what about Excitebike? Uh, anyway. And it could be any Nintendo system, not necessarily yeah, I, the original NES. I didn't play any others. After yeah. the Nintendo, I kind of just fell off of the gaming planet for a while. For me, I definitely remember uh, two of the original NES games that I could not get enough of. One was Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Played that thing all the time. Did you have the glove? Uh, no, I, I never used a power glove. I had a friend I don't that know, had did it. it work on that? I can't remember if it did or not. Yeah, it might I have. think that was the game it was made for. And okay. then they kind of, you know, retrofitted it to other stuff. Yeah, so Mike Tyson punch out and then Kid Icarus. 
I don't even remember that. Like <laughs> yeah. the thing I remember about Kid Icarus, I played that game hours on end trying to get to the end, and um, this is you didn't have save features back in the day. You know, it was like yeah. you played it for four hours, and if you didn't complete it in four hours. Next time you put it in, you had to start from the very beginning. Yep. Kids nowadays, they don't understand mm, that. Yeah. Multiple lives, multiple continues. It too doesn't soft. matter. Too, they are soft. <laughs> so uh, don't get me started. But with Kid Icarus, I had played it for two or three hours straight on a Sunday morning before church. And I remember my mom was yelling, come on, we got to go to church, we got to get to church. I paused it, cut the TV off, went to church for two hours, came back home, Cut on the TV. It was still there. Man. And finished that game and completed it. That a little bit after we had. You couldn't do that with an NES console today. It would no, just it would fry. Yeah. So those were two that I really enjoyed on the original NES, Super NES. I absolutely love Super Tecmo Bowl. And um, you know the original Tecmo Bowl was okay, but what I loved about Super Tecmo Bowl and there's actually a um, they made one that was pretty obscure um, called Super Tecmo Bowl: The Final Season. Um, <laughs> You could create. That sounds like a, um, a Jason dun, dun, dun. or something. <laughs> but um, what I loved about it, it was the first sports game that you could create your own teams, mm. and you could have, you know, I put in. Of course, I was quarterback or something good. You know, I put in. You could put in the names of all your friends, your family, and cool. you could progress throughout the season. And at the end of the season, you know, as, as you're playing, you're, you're, you got better. You know, as a player, and then you start the second season. It was just ongoing. It was, it was the first sports game to offer that. So I absolutely loved that one. Um, honestly, I never owned an N64. Uh, it was kind of. So you never, what did you play, Goldeneye? No, I always hear about how great Goldeneye <laughs> is, and I have never oh, played man. Goldeneye. Um, but, so we'll skip ahead. Um, what was that, GameCube, right? Yeah. All my friends bought the Xbox, because that's what was coming out around that time. Um, I went the Nintendo route, because I was a Nintendo loyalist, and I went with the GameCube. And it was a good unit. I really enjoyed it. Uh, it was um, games that jump out at me that I really loved. All the game, that, um Mario Kart. Mm -hmm. The Mario Kart on the GameCube was fantastic. So that's one of my favorites. And then, of course, I jumped in and got the Wii, and and the Wii was okay. You know, it, it had, was groundbreaking. It was yeah, it was groundbreaking. Of course, you know, with all the um, how many TVs did you bust? Exactly. You, know, you got to make sure you have it on. <laughs> but um, you know, so but but I enjoyed it again. Mario Kart, Mario Party Eight. Those were some great Wii games. Uh, we ultimately took our Wii system and passed along our Wii system and the games to my parents. And you want to watch something fun. You watch a couple of 60-some-year-olds in their living room playing golf. We should film and that. <laughs> Dad gives me updates every week. I beat your mom. I was three under and she was one under. And I'm like, oh, Dad, it's funny. not real golf. Like, you know, but yeah, it's like, it's but they love it. And so, you know, hey, if it's keeping old people moving, then let's, that's, that's good. Yeah. So, um, uh, so that was it. That's kind of my, my favorite Nintendo games that jump off the top of my head that I really loved. Some good stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> Speaking of good stuff. Yeah. What's happening this week? Hello. Uh, not too sure. <laughs> that is good. <laughs> uh, hopefully I'll have another uh, music video up for us. Uh, not entirely sure if it's going to be a live footage or a couch session. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. I've heard about these famous couch hey, sessions. Hey, what can I say? Yeah. Uh, $50 an hour. So um, so that's that's Monday. That's Music Monday. Kid Tuesday, probably have a Critter Minute or... Uh, nice. Yeah. Critter Minute. <laughs> We've got a lot of Critter Minutes, so <laughs> we'll put one of those out there. 
So we got some more game reviews coming out this week. Man, how many more games do you want me to review? Hey, man. Jeez. That's your job. All right. You got one job. And I'm not very good at it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's it might be sort of a light week, but um, that's what's coming up. Hey, and I guess the big announcement is... <laughs> We are in the tribe now. We are on iTunes. That's right. And so you go to podcast, iTunes, and uh, look us up. Just, just look, punch in that family show. And, we and show you can up. listen to all of this. Got to kind of scroll down a little bit, but yeah. we'll be there. We're there. Yeah. We're going to be rising the charts. <laughs> that's right. We're already at the top of the YouTube. That family. <laughs> that, that's funny, right. Happy. Yeah. The Barbie, Barbie thing. Yeah. We're, 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 we're over them. So. Took them out. You can find us easily now. <laughs> So next week, next Friday, is the Decasode. Number 10. It's going... <laughs> what, what 10! Roman numeral 10! Oh, okay, an X. I thought what you did. What did you think I was doing? <laughs> like, Get away from me, Decan episode! Vampire. Uh, <clears throat> there's going to be some good stuff. Bloopers galore. Yeah, bloopers, some uh, extended footage. There's going to be there's going to be stuff that you've never seen before. Some some extra things from that, that got cut from earlier episodes. Mm -hmm. uh, some parts that no one should ever see, but we're going to show you anyway because we've got to fill up some time. Um, so yeah, I guess that's it. <laughs> Alright. So this is Nathan signing off. And this is Mike. B-A-B-A, -B -A, up, down, up, down, left, right, start. Oh, yeah. See you next week. See ya. <laughs> the old contract. <laughs>